Navigating the markets can be challenging, especially if you don't have an investment strategy in place. So in today's podcast, we'll talk about ways to create your own investment outline. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. Untangling your finances. Welcome once again into the conversation. The conversation we get to have people have conversations every day. Uh, Mo, I feel very lucky that ours can be on a podcast. That's really great. It's Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param of Cloud Vesters, virtual firm with the human touch. Isn't that right, yeah, Mo? I mean, like this is conversations are sometimes uh, pretty pretty foreign nowadays, right? Actual conversations, exactly. everyone's like texting nowadays. I know. You know, sometimes people will text me this very complex question, and I'm like, there is absolutely no way I'm going to sit here and because I don't even I don't use the voice thing. And no, you don't. So okay. no, I so I'm not going to sit here and write out this novel to them. Please answer your phone. I want to answer your question. <laughs> Can we talk uh, like they used to do? Talk. My kids have gone. My kids have gone to like just two letters. Like, um, you know, my it's my my youngest one asked me to pick her up from school. Yeah. And I was like, what time? And she wrote R N. And I was like. What does that mean? And I was like, oh, right now. Right. <laughs> you know what I have done? People have done that to me, and I will Google search. What does RN mean? And I goes, <laughs> that's pretty bad, but it's true. I, I don't know all of these. I know OTW. You know, like I'm on the way, and that's yeah. uh, that's handy to know. B BTW, by the way, I know that. By the way, okay. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I've Googled that and, um, I will say this now, so I don't sound like the total old man saying in my day, we talk, people talk, but I, I do like in some ways the texting aspect, if you're in a big hurry, because if you text, you can avoid all the, how you doing? I'm fine. How you doing? You know, how, mm -hmm. how are you? How are you? How's your day? How's this? How's your week, man? In other words, if you're in a hurry, nothing wrong with doing that, but sometimes you don't have time for all the niceties. Right. And sometimes, you know, that, that actually helps when we do our virtual meetings with clients, because, you know, when you're face to face, sometimes you can get to the pleasantries of, you know, how's everything going? How's the grandkids? How's the <laughs> wife and kids? And sometimes, you know, depending on how great the conversation is and how long the relationship has been, mm -hmm. you know, those pleasantries can take 15, 20 minutes. Of course they can. Yeah. And all of a sudden we're, we're halfway through the meeting and we're like, oh, we haven't even gone through a review yet. So usually what we, we find when we're doing the virtual meetings, they kind of almost get right into it. You ever been in a store and you see someone, you know them, and you know, if I get locked in with them, I'm 30 minutes at least are gone. <laughs> and so you kind of hide like you're in the grocery store and you're getting ready to go down this aisle and you see they're in it and you dash over to the next aisle. You ever done that? Is that just me? Um, I uh, I plead the fifth. Okay, you, okay, <laughs> I, I got you. Okay, because I mean, I again, not I'm not I'm not not sociable, but sometimes I dash in the store and I'm in a hurry and I've got to get one thing and I need to get out of there, and I don't have uh, time. You know, we all do that. Let's just go we ahead. all do that. All right, we're looking at I I um fancied myself as a writer when I was younger, okay. and I would start. I said I'm going to write a book. And I didn't have any kind of 
nothing, no, no outline. I would just start writing and I realized I was just going total stream of consciousness writing. And mm-hmm. I realized that you really need to, I, I'm sure the best authors have before they start writing, they have the outline, the structure of where they want their story to go. And that's kind of what we're looking at in the story of your investment life today, Mo. Uh, having that outline, as you said earlier, and uh, and really uh, the, documenting your strategy and your goals. Yeah, you know, it's um, like you said. That's a great analogy as far as like writing a book, right? Having an having an outline of what you're basically what you're trying to solve. What are you trying to accomplish? Especially now, when we're talking about our investments. And you can think about it as targeting a goal, right? So if you're planning on retirement, well, what does retirement look like? When do you plan on retiring? How much income do you need? If you're planning for um, uh, funding your children's education, all right, that's the easier outline as as far as like when, as far as age-wise, right? When you've got your timeline set in place, you have that timeline set. But what school? Um, how much does college cost today? What are we? Uh, what kind of uh, inflation are we adding to the cost of education? Uh, are we going to be factoring factoring in um, scholarships or any type of grants? So really, for 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 those who are either self managing or even working with an advisor, having some type of investment outline this allows you to keep track of your investments, allows you to stay focused, stay committed to your goals because you've really much outlined the type of strategy you want to implement within your investment plan. You know, Outside of that, you're probably just you know kind of throwing caution to the wind and, and letting the markets dictate where you go versus you dictating where you want your money to go in the markets. Well, I didn't realize how great an analogy I actually had, but now you're pointing out how it really was a pretty good analogy because <laughs> you you need, you need direction in whatever you're doing. You know, the other thing, too, and we'll look at what you should be documenting, and, and keep in mind, I'm not the person who is in this area, do-it-yourselfer, um, mm-hmm. but even though I'm, let's say, getting the help of someone like Mo in my investment life, I'd like to have a little bit of control and feel a part of it. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with you keeping score at home, you know? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not and at all. You're documenting it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really just setting parameters, right? Setting parameters as far as, you know, how are you going to select the your asset allocation, right? Uh, you can go to different sites and they'll tell you at a certain age, you should, you should right? I put the air quotes around the word should. Well, you should be, you know, 100% in equities or as you're getting closer to retirement, you should be in 60% equities, 40% bonds or fixed income. Well, you know, that's not a personal approach. That's more of a general idea. But, you know, at least having some type of framework of how you're going to asset your, I mean, how you're going to allocate your assets. Um, What kind of what kind of investments are you going to invest in? Are you going to do individual stocks? Are you going to do ETFs, mutual funds? Are you going to do any type of crypto? Right getting a sense of what kind of securities investments you want to invest in and and really ch- and just checking different type of parameters within your plan just to really get that framework to know what direction you're going. And again, that's what we do with our clients, right? All of our clients, the recommendations we make for our clients, investment strategy and the approach we take to their with their dollars, it's all based off their specific goals, right? So first and foremost, let's let's talk about your goals. Identify the goals um, that you're that you're investing for, 
And I would say each one of those goals may have their own investment, you know, outline as, as well. Well, and another analogy, um, I know, for instance, that I want to go to Chattanooga, Tennessee. There you go. But I don't know how to get there. <laughs> I, I, I know I want to go there, but I don't know how to get there. So that's the first thing. I guess, again, I'm putting in, I would need to turn to someone like you. <laughs> Drive me <Yeah>. there <laughs> to Chattanooga. <laughs> but so goals, how should you break those down? Um, it, it, because it, it has to be broken down into the stages of your life because your strategies will change. over. How far out do you go, in other words? So, you know, depending on for, it really depends on the age of the clients, right? So, you know, I was speaking with a uh, potential client yesterday, actually, 26 years old, works for a family business. He's making, uh, I think, the last was like 150, I believe. Mm-hmm. So his goal was to plan for retirement, right? But then he had, um, but he has a six, no, he is expecting a, a child in the next six weeks. So, then we started talking about that and he was like, well, you know what, actually uh, retirement is so far away. I really want to start planning on what life is going to look like with this new baby. Right. Okay. So then we started talking about, you know, um, you know, those, what transitioning fatherhood, what life would look like with his expenses and budgets and everything of that sort. So it shortened you know, his timeline a little bit. It shortened his timeline. Yeah. Right. So big picture we're talking retirement right but then we started kind of narrowing it and bringing the bringing the window closer to the reality that's facing him in the next few weeks is that life is going to change he's going to go from you know being a husband to being a father and those goals will change so i would say it really depends right there's no you don't have to have just one goal and just focus on it Mm -hmm. right it could be 26 years old thinking about retirement so we'll we'll well, that could be the goal we're talking about. Then it's like how much life is between now and retirement and start, you know, thinking about those goals, right? If it's the first time you want to buy a house, then that could be a goal, right? Um, if it's if it's um, uh, paying off debt, right, that could be a goal. So it doesn't have to be narrowed down to just one, I would say. It's almost like so – I would say it's just start with one of the big – if you want to just start big picture and then start to work your way backwards. Funny you said that because I was going to say it's almost like the opposite of Dave Ramsey's snowball thing with knocking out debt um, because you can you – know, well, not necessarily – you don't have to start big here, but um, you're – I think if you laid out your God, your, let's say you're 30 and you laid it out, I'm yeah. going to lay this thing out till I'm 70 right now. I'm not getting up until I lay I'm looking at a blank sheet of paper. It can seem overwhelming. So it's almost like, well, maybe it's not the reverse of the snowball. Maybe it is the snowball because you're, you're knocking it out as you go along. In other words, I don't, or maybe I'm wrong. You, do you need to lay it all <laughs> out at one time? Uh, you know, I would say that, you don't have to overcomplicate it and and say that okay this is what i'm going to do you know in 2022 and then 2023 and 2024 and so on and so right. on all the way to your 70 years old right that could be just so overwhelming and now at 53 and a <laughs> half this is what i want to do see i you do know, that will... though that's why i've not been very successful in life because i i get in all in the weeds in anything i do but i uh, you should well, simplify least, you know, it a little bit well, at least you're starting, right? I mean, that's one thing. That's the, the, the first hurdle you have to yeah, uh, overcome is at least getting started, right? Yeah. 
But no. at least with our firm, we believe that not just your investment strategy, but your financial plan overall should be, you know, flexible enough and to be to, to be able to pivot, to be able to change depending on circumstances that arise, right? Whether it's, you know, good circumstances like having a child, uh, buying a new home mm-hmm. to, you know, unfortunate circumstances as a 30% drop in the market or a premature death or a, you know, unexpected layoff, right? Having a, enough flexibility within your plan to pivot when these when these different circumstances come about. Should what you do, your plan be as specific as saying, okay, um, I'm going to go along this way, but if there is a major dip in the market, for instance, then I change my strategy? Or should you set it out where I'm just going to drive down the road and no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay because I'm in this armored vehicle. <laughs> you know, I, I'm in a Hummer. I don't care what uh-huh. heavy winds, it doesn't matter. In other words, maybe should you keep it more not vague but broad maybe and it's 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 a combination right so there's some parameters there's some there's some parts of your plan that are that are constant right consistent in some areas right so if you're uh, your income from for the most part right if you're a unless anything happens work-wise right you're probably going to be making x amount of dollars today this year and then depending on your history, you know, you know your company pretty well, what kind of bonuses or, or uh, cost of living um, uh, um, raises you've, you've received over time. Uh-huh. So we can almost, I won't say predict, but have a good estimate of what your income is going to be over yeah. time. Now, if you're self-employed, you're on your own business, uh, uh, that, can, that changes, right? Or if you have aspirations to, to be self-employed or on your own business, you know, that could be that could be different right but if you're pretty much consistent clock in clock out you have a good sense of what your income is that that's pretty much standard so that can change okay but as far as uh your ultimate goals right well um you could say you want to retire at 65 because that's what everyone says for instance yeah but as you get closer to it maybe some friends start to retire uh, a little earlier you have a good seasons in the market maybe health starts to be not that great you say to yourself well you know what I know I said five years ago that I wanted to retire at 65, but let's see what it would look like if I retired at 60, for instance, mm-hmm. right? And so those kind of – those parts of your plan can be very flexible. And then um, you kind of addressed this. You were talking about education being one thing, like your child's education. And, and um, should you have separate documents for each goal? I, I would. Okay. I would. Um you know, not every single goal, right? So if it's like we have a diff, uh, not every single goal, the major but I'd say ones, yeah. the major ones, right? Mm. So like investing for for retirement versus saving for college education, for instance. Even those are different. You may have different investment philosophies and different strategies for that, right? For uh-huh. one, uh, you know, hopefully. You live a long life, and your retirement is a couple of decades mm-hmm. or right? more. So, yeah. or more, right? So, not only are you talking about you know accumulating and saving for, you know, I'm forty. I'm forty right now. So, let's say your typical, I want to retire at sixty, right? Mm-hmm. So, that's twenty years of accumulating, and then hopefully, God willing, I'm I'm living till I'm a hundred years old, right? So, that's forty years uh, on the back end of uh, distributing those assets. What are you gonna do with all that but, time, Mo? 
What am I, I'm going to be camping, camping, fishing. <laughs> 40 years retired. <laughs> Man. Uh, but for but for education, right? Let's just say you have one child, right? So that's typically age 18 of your, you know, uh, freshman year and then four years afterwards, right? So we're saving for X amount of years, but then we're going to hopefully distribute those assets in four years and then you're done. So that type of strategy, uh, those two goals will have, I would say, two completely different types of strategies. All right. We've looked at goals. Especially if education, if you think about education, right? Right. You may have a, uh, hopefully you're, you know, you, you get a little reprieve from scholarships, grants. And so there's diff- there's there's more ways to pay for college, right? Versus retirement, right? You're, you're on your own. Absolutely. You could. Um, my boss at one time, his daughter decided on her own to go into the Air Force. And man, did he catch a lucky break there? <laughs> you know, because there was nothing. I mean, they, they, yeah. they got, we got it. We got this. Uh, so, yeah, that could happen and really change mm-hmm. your trajectory. Well, we've looked at goals and we can cover any more that maybe we didn't touch on, but we also want to look at keeping score, uh, tracking your progress um, and how you should do that. And also, how are you doing this just to make sure you're you're keeping yourself protected, too? Um, You know, if it's if it's if you're doing unless you're doing it the old school way with pen and paper, that's coming (laughs) up on your finances. Untangled. How can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning? The convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. We're back. It's Your Finances Untangled. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins along with Mo Param of CloudVestors. As you just heard, CloudVestors, the firm with the convenience of virtual financial planning in all stages of your financial life with the human touch. Actually, you know, having those niceties exchanged sometimes like we were talking about earlier. How's your mom and him? Um, uh, How's your... How's your daughter doing in soccer? I mean, that kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, you know that. I mean, you know your clients. It's not robo-advising, in other words. Check it out at cloudinvestors.com. Right. And we're talking about something you can do yourself, even though you have wisely selected to turn to Cloudvestors <laughs> for help in your financial life. Because it can seem overwhelming. But just keeping score of things, you know, documenting your goals. And we've covered goals. And, and Mo had some great suggestions on how you should approach that uh having your goals laid out now we're going to look at tracking your progress um keeping score at home um how do you suggest doing this mo i mean what in what format i mean excel spreadsheet or what what are you doing this on um you know excel an excel spreadsheet would be ideal if you're not working you know with an advisor um but you know it's really just just getting a sense of um uh, 
you know, if you if you if you if you're making progress, and the progress you'd see by okay, if I wanted to, you know, pay off debt, right? Um, this this year, I had a goal of paying off, you know, five grand in credit card debt, whatever the number is, right? Well, then, you know, I would say let's not wait till the end of the year, right, to to see if we if we've made that progress. Something like that, I would check up on quarterly. Mm-hmm. Right, check up on quarterly and see how you're doing. So whether that's uh, you know creating an Excel spreadsheet with with uh, you know your ultimate goal by, uh, of what you're trying to accomplish this year, and uh, you know there's so many different formulas in Excel that, that you can go crazy with, but you know keeping it simple in in, in that sense of uh, even a Word document of just of just tracking down what progress you've made this year. Uh, there's a lot of apps that are out there too that will uh, that will show you you know you have to put as much you have to put a lot of information there so they can be um, so they can really track every progress you're making but um, if you're going to uh, just try to keep it very simple pen and pad paper and just and just uh, uh, just pro- just really keep track on on a quarterly basis of the progress you've made now we're tracking and you gave the example of debt what about your in- investment in your investment life so, so if you've if you've identified you know um, the investments that you're looking to uh, to invest in, or the type of investments you're looking into, well, then ho- hopefully before you 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 uh, you invested, you did a little bit of research on the maybe historical performance of that portfolio or that mutual fund or that ETF, um, and then see how it performed if you how it performed this year. So if we know that the historical performance on average, for, the, for, for example, was 10%, well, then let's take a look and see how it performed this year and then compare it, I would say, to its uh, to very similar type of funds, right? So if you invested, for instance, let's say you had a portfolio that consists of large cap companies, large cap growth companies. Well, I would say a comparable benchmark would be like the S&P 500. Mm-hmm. So if the S&P 500 at the end of the year was up, call it 10%, and your portfolio was up six, well, it's not that you there was something wrong with it. I would say there's a little bit of a disconnect there. Should you shoot for being like matching how if they were up 10, you should be up 10? I would say that is a for for like I said for large cap versus uh, the S and P. I think that's a very uh, comparable benchmark. Now, now you start to look and see. Okay, well, why did I get six? Right? Did uh, you know the S and P is is top heavy? So uh, was there something going on with you know the top two, three, four, five of my holdings? Whether they uh, uh, whether they're uh, their forecast was off, or whether uh, uh, there was a change in management, or or something happened within the company to ex- to explain or to really determine why there was such a such of a drag between what you were what the market did versus what you did, right? Uh, so so not saying you need to scratch your, your strategy altogether, but that is a good way to determine. Okay, well, how am I comparing to to everything else. Let me ask you this, though, based on <clears throat> what you're saying here. I'm the type of person, if I go take my car in and the mechanic comes out and starts explaining in great detail as the differential and the this and the flux capacitor, I actually act like I know what he's talking about. <laughs> 
because I don't want to look stupid. But I have no clue right. what he's talking about. And I wouldn't know how to get in there and do that. Um, how many people, and I'm including myself in this, have the wherewithal to even do all that tracking you're talking about? Oh, um, I'm actually giving a good plug for a good you. Question. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, the, the wherewithal, I would say there, I haven't seen many that really keep track on to that level. Right. I mean, and that's not um, a, that's not a slight on me or anybody it's a, else. It, it, it's not a slight. It, it's, I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, there's, we don't do this. You life, do this. Life, yeah. Life, life throws us a lot of, uh, it's a lot to do in life, right? I mean, you're raising a family, you're, you're, you're working, you're, uh, maybe you're, you're very active in the community. And so there's a lot of things that take your, that take your attention and take your time. And, you know, you really have to dedicate some time to really look at your investments and look at the, your performance and look and see, are you on track? And, you know, one of the value adds for working with a, with an advisor, especially an advisor of, of our caliber, is that's what clients are essentially hiring us to do. Right. Right. They, they are busy living their life and they want us to help them keep them accountable, but also delegate this part of their of their lives to to make sure that they're on track. You know, it'd be cool for right. you to do, and you may do this if you provided your clients with a scorecard they could take home and then the education. So, to, or telling them what they need to track and, you know, some basic tips. You're not telling them how to be a financial advisor, but just some things <laughs> to look for and kind of just playing along at home. We all like to do that. You know, it's kind well, of like the brackets, you know, with, we were talking about NCAA earlier. We're recording in the middle of March Madness. Right. Um, and that's, that's where the reviews come in place, right? We're, we're, uh, we're review constantly with our clients, yeah. you know, uh, semi-annually, annually to make sure that they're, that the, that they're on track for a successful retirement or, or they're on track to, to reach their goals. And so if anything, you know, we tell them once the plan is in place, we're working, right? We're doing, we're holding up the end of the bargain. Their responsibility at the end of the day is to let us know if anything changes. Right. So if a change in income, change in lifestyle, change in goal, if anything changes, let us know so we can adjust the plan accordingly. But the the uh, the heavy lifting is done with our team. Yeah. OK. I mean, but this is a way that uh, if you talk to your clients about doing this at home, it's a way you're not saying, hey, you know, you could just be a do it yourself or you're saying, hey, be a part of this process, which is always good. Um, if you're doing this on your computer, how do you keep it safe? What are some good tips on that? Oh, that's a great question. So there's a, um, you know, you definitely want to keep it safe, right? So there's, uh, you can password protect your files, your documents. Um, uh, you definitely want to let someone know. Uh, for one again, you would definitely want to let someone know that you have this this strategy in place. Like I said, like a spouse or, or uh, someone you trust, just in case anything happens to you. Uh, but there's, uh, like I said, password protecting. Um, online, there's online folders that you can that you can. Um, uh, like a Dropbox, for instance, right? So those are those are online storages, online folders that you can secure to make sure that your um, that your that your statements, that your that your investment policy is is completely secured. I was reading something. Speaking of having a password, I was trying to find it, but I can't find it. I was reading it this week about the average hacker 
you know, if you have like a eight character password and it's, this is even if you have uppercase, lowercase, um, you know, dollar sign and all that stuff in it. Um, the average hacker, it was amazing how quickly they could break the code. And I'm not talking about if your password is password. Um, but if it said in the article, it said, if you have an 18 character password where the other would be like four hours <laughs> an 18 character password, it would take the average hacker several trillion years to, really? to, to break into it. Yeah. But here's the question. Who has an 18 character password? I don't know. That, that seems one. like a lot. I'm about, I'm going to, I'm going to change all my passwords to 18, 18 characters. Well, it made me think about it. It really did. And I wish I had the details, but I can't find it now, but I know I'm telling it rather it was the extreme from eight characters up to 18. We're we're talking hours or days up to over a trillion years. (laughs) But I mean, you, you'd never memorize that, would you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would never, but that's why they have those those uh, those softwares where you can like, save all your passwords. Well, yeah, make it easy for yeah. You. Well, how do you keep that safe? <laughs> I'm paranoid, uh, as you can tell. Okay, yeah, I can tell that. I can tell that. <laughs> but in other words, do 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 be cognizant of of, of do safety. Be cognizant, yes, yeah. yes. You definitely be cognizant of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you just frequently update it. But yeah, you definitely be cognizant of that. You have a meeting to go to, don't you? I do. Okay. I do. Yeah, we're actually recording. Normally, we record from home, but we're actually recording in the office. Anything that we see, didn't so we cover? Do, see, Dave, we actually do meet clients face-to-face. It is the human approach. Well, I know. Well, we've, we've said it before. You have the brick and mortar, and you created cloud vesters for clients who moved uh, from the Atlanta area and did not want to lose that relationship they have with you. That's right. Yeah, so I think it's great. Best of both worlds. And actually, you get the best of both worlds with Cloud Vesters. Visit the website, cloudvesters.com. If you think, hey, you're a client, and I'd like to just dabble in this, kind of keep score at home like I'm watching my brackets, um, Mo and the team can assist you in that and give you some really good tips on what you should do and some good ways to do it. Mo, great conversation as always. As always, Dave. Great talking to you. Uh, always joining me on this journey and everyone like share subscribe rate um and follow us every friday when we drop a new ipod um we drop a new podcast we drop it fridays at noon your finances untangled be sure to rate review and share this podcast new episodes of your finances untangled are available on apple podcast or wherever you download your podcasts Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Moise Param and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.